On the 83rd episode of Fantasy Lens, we do the inaugural MDFLT, talk Yankees baseball, the drama surrounding ODB, how good of a fit Sue is for the Rams, and some rule changes. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Best Fantasy Football Podcast. This is Fantasy Lens, and we are John, Anthony, and Brian. And without all the the football news that's happening right now, we just got we got to start with the Yankees because look, if you're not a Yankee fan, you hate the Yankees. Just, just zoom skip, ahead for skip like ahead five like five ten minutes because this is going to be gratuitous opening day Yankee talk because they just went off. It yeah, was, I mean, it was a solid start. I mean, Severino was just tossing ground balls left and right. He was. He only pitched five and two thirds, but he, he was he was dealing one hitter. Look, he was a beast. Yeah, he was an absolute beast. And besides, Dylan Betances getting nervous for the first pitch. He still his stuff looks good. Besides that first yeah. pitch, but I'm just glad he didn't walk a bunch of people. I'd rather him give up a homer than walk a bunch of people because that was his problem last year. Well, yeah, he's like no command. Well, that's what I was gonna say. His command looked really good. It was just a bad opening pitch. Besides that, his command looked really solid. And I mean, we're just bearing the lead of John Carlos Stanton. I, I know we really are, but yeah, come on. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, obviously that the second home run was. Did it, I? I actually was. I was running around trying to cook I, when I, I saw the home run. Yeah. Did they say how far it was or estimated? Yeah, uh, like, like four thirty-five. Something. What? Was, oh, really? It looked much further than that. I mean, that's what they said on on the broadcast. You, you, you I mean, know, he flicked I know it. No, the first one was in the four twenties. He he flicked opposite it. field. <laughs> I mean, they both were kind of, but I mean, he like he just flicked his wrist wrists on both of them and sent them. But, th- but that's the thing is like they show like uh um scenes of him and Judge doing batting practice and like just crushing the ball, and it looks like there's absolutely no effort, just like hitting it four fifty. Like it's insane when you watch like other batters, they put like every freaking muscle into the swing, like. And John Carlos Stanton and Judge just like it's like a like a like a tap and the ball just flies away like it's amazing. Oh yeah, well I mean they look amazing. It looks so easy when they're hitting homers. They have such good strokes. But I also love how when they miss, they like they will drop to a knee or something. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> like they, they they take big whacks. The biggest cut ever. <laughs> yeah. You're like uh. you always think, geez, where would have that landed? In? <laughs> exactly. You hit that. Because every home run swing is never that. Yeah, John, you're right. 434. <laughs> it looks so much. It looks like he. It always does. Yeah. Oh, man. What a friggin' hit. I think they also, they just kind of make it up sometimes, the distances. I'm, I'm sure. But, uh, I mean, the. Then they said the exit velocity on the first one was like the. The, the fastest, fastest ever. Yeah, for an opposite field home, home run. run. <laughs> they said it a little too much, though. They did say on the it a broadcast, lot. Of course. It was like almost every inning they said it a couple times. And it's making me a little sick of exit velocity. See, like it's not that cool. It's the biggest stat, stat out there: exit velocity, eight, man. I like. I, I mean, I, I like all like the cool, you know, home run stats and you know launch angle, exit velo, and you know all that stuff. Exit velo, but wow, yeah, whoa. he must really. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, for those of us in the know, we call it exit velo. Um, but sometimes the broadcasts definitely do rely on it way too much. And it's just like, all right, we got it. We saw it. It's all over Twitter. You don't have to say it's it eight times. It's something they're trying to, they're trying to like pump. They're trying to really get it, like you know, going. Pump, pump, pump it up. It's exactly. much better for Twitter. Like yeah. say it once on the broadcast, but it's like 
you're going to just go to Twitter if you if you heard them say it or you forgot or you didn't hear them say it. I, I'm not waiting for the broadcast to tell me. Like, that's what Twitter is made for, just to get some news on something that happened a minute ago. Yeah, that's popular. <laughs> and also like that that exit velo will be up in thirty uh, seconds. See? It's, it's, a, it's a good way to say it. Everyone's everyone's yeah. saying it. I kind of hated myself when I said it, so I don't think I'm going to do it again. <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, and also, it's just in the first inning, you know, Garner gets on with the error, Judge strikes out, you're like, shit. And then first pitch right away, Stanton's like, I got you. I'm, so, I'm so mad. I was driving home, and I, I just I missed it. I didn't get a chance to, like, put on 660 yet, and friggin' I see Brian's text saying, woo. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's got to be a home run by Judge or Stanton. And then, of course, it was. So it was nice. Oh yeah, and uh, how happy do you think he is that for the first time in his career he has some protection in the lineup? And then he did, he just went to the extreme. He has some major protection. Oh, in the lineup. it's like, like pitch, pitchers have to give him pitches to hit. It's oh, absolutely, and it's funny. It's like they bat the three righties in a row, and it really don't matter because their splits with you know bat you know batting against a lefty or a righty don't really matter. So like you put the three. Like most fearsome guys together, and it's just who do you who do you pick your poison? You know, like you said, like you have so much protection around. Uh, it's, yeah. just, it's insane. Good luck. <laughs> wow. And then you have a hitter right after them, like Didi, who is two eighty yeah. thirty home run guy. D- Didi and Hicks were both uh, uh, switch, so it's like or no, no, no sorry, Lee's lefty. Sorry, yeah, Hicks is switch. Sorry, my bad. I was thinking somebody that was thinking Headley. Wow. Who now on the San Diego Padres again? Yep, and he he ground into a one two three double play in extra innings with the bases loaded. Yeah, I like Good. him. I do like him. Ah, he was all right. The I mean the only he was pretty terrible. And for some reason he was terrible in the field when he was supposed to be this great fielder when he came in, but he would botch balls left and right. He couldn't throw, and he was very bad in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I mean the only down part. Of today, I feel like was uh, John Sterling's home run call for uh, John Carlo. <laughs> they were actually talking about that too, about how it, it was. was uh... <laughs> it was just—it's ridiculous. It's so stupid. It's like that was a blast, or like that's a bomb in Italian. I like the uh, gone Carlo Stanton. Yeah. Like that's that's pretty good. Like it's simple. Why would you go Italian? I don't know. He's not even not even remotely Italian. And that's the thing. They, they like, He's not even like close to being Italian. You know, he's not Italian, right? Um, <laughs> someone someone in one of my group chats said that he should do Stanton drops the mic because he used to be oh, Mike Stanton. Oh, that's actually really good. So it's like you know a triple, you know, that's double really good or whatever. I told I told X Allison. I go, do you today? I'm like, you know, he came in as Mike Stanton. Like, and then she goes. And she like was like, "Wait, that Mike Stanton?" And I'm like, "No, Allison, he's not an old, he's not a forty year old white pitcher. He got like, he got age reduction <laughs> surgery. <laughs> a lot like, of uh, work done. But yeah, that's actually I like to drop the mic. That's actually uh, it's good. I like it. Do you think though he doesn't want to talk about his mic ears? Do you think like I'm not? I don't feel like bringing up my mic ears. Is that like is it like an ex boyfriend or like ex girlfriend <laughs> thing? Or it's just like look, he's John, he's Giancarlo. It, it, it was good for those couple years, but I'm over it. Moving on, found a new a new uh, girlfriend or boyfriend with Giancarlo, treating me well. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, so look, 
that wasn't too bad. A couple minutes about the Yankees. Also, um, uh, five seconds about the Red Sox. They blew six a giant run. lead to the Rays of all, yep. of all teams. Six so. runs in the eighth. Good job with the bullpen. So, uh, it's going to be a long season for those Red Sox. Is that it? Yeah, it's probably it. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, let's go on to actual football stuff now. Football. It, yeah. It is mock draft season. Mock. Real draft. Like, real NFL. Like, not like mock fantasy football draft. Well, no. Well, no, that's, that's, mock draft season for that is in like July and August. Which I'm already chomping at the bit for. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, how do you want to do it? Do you want to do each one does 10 or everyone goes one, then one, then one? Probably should have done oh, this before. I didn't before. think about one, then one, then one. That might make more sense. All right. Probably should figure this out beforehand, but oh well. Nah, that's too much. Okay. Let's go. Each let's do, do yeah. Let's just go through our yeah. Each do one picks. Um. All right. I will. I guess I'll go first since I'm talking right now. Wait. So we're each doing one, or we're doing the whole ten? We're each doing one. No, we're just doing one. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. All right. Um. <laughs> all right. I mean, this first pick for me for the Browns is kind of more hopeful that they go this direction than maybe what they're actual actually will do. But I'm going. Brown's number one, making Josh Allen the tallest quarterback in the world, also the number one quarterback in this draft. Uh, a lot of people are thinking that. Like, it's recently. Your boy Kuyper, I think, is, is is going with that right now. Also, wait, can I also just say something about this <laughs> Mel Kuyper character? Looks like a vampire? Uh, well, yes, that also. Um, <laughs> but eight, apparently, it was eight years ago yesterday, he said that if Jimmy Clausen isn't an NFL starter or, like, an NFL, like, like starting quarterback within eight years that he'll quit. And it is eight years and Jimmy Clausen's out of the league. So, and he won't quit and he won't quit. I think he uh, probably should though. I mean, yeah, we all... he's getting to look more and more like a vampire as the days go down to the draft. We always say like, uh, me and my friends, like in like, was it March or February? They just pull him out of his coffin, you know, dust <laughs> him off and then let him, let him, let him roam until about like May. And then he goes back in his coffin and, Rest until next uh, NFL uh, draft season. Because that son of a bitch like a goddamn vampire. That's also a better job than being a weatherman. Like, you could get, you could be so, you could be even more wrong. Although, weathermen have gotten pretty on point in the last few years. I've noticed, I've noticed a uh, change. I'm assuming technology is better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, the draft analysis guys, no one's writing, the, our, People going back to last year and looking at your at your mock drafts and picking them apart. Nope. Like you're just coming up with new shit on different players every year. And if you're wrong, who who gives a shit? There's and, a new crop of players. And then next you year. and then you just call back to like the one like thing you called. Like oh, I picked this guy. Like he was good in the third round, and he looked like amazing. Like you picked that one, and that sort of like propels you forward. Like that one big call you made or some shit like that. And you could also always just say, like, well, the information, all the information I was getting was that they were going to pick this guy and then they just changed it at the last minute. Or his, his, the, the tape. That's what the tape said. Or his, yeah. his combine. Oh. <laughs> well, hopefully the Browns aren't looking at Josh Allen's tape too much. <laughs> all right. So we got Josh Allen from John. What do you got, Brian? I'm going Sam Darnold. Um, I think Josh Allen's too risky of a pick. I I know Sam Darnold's supposed to have his downsides too, but I think you just if you're the Browns, you just go with the consensus best player. That way you can't second guess yourself. 
no one second guessing you. You, I mean, I think there's a good chance it pans out, but if the small chance it doesn't, people aren't going to be like, I can't believe they they didn't go with yeah. They picked Sam Darnold. Yep. Like they, they would be like, all right, well, that's who everybody thought was the best. Um, so I wouldn't. I would go with the guy, the consensus best, and not try to pick the guy who people just like the potential of him. Like like the idea of this big athlete being an amazing quarterback. Yeah, I um I also have Darnold. I will go with that. Um I think the Browns do have a chance to browns it up and not go Darnold, but I think if they're smart and so far in free agency they've been pretty smart and they maybe they turned a new leaf that they will go with Darnold as their number one. Well they're def- definitely trying to leave all the, all their uh past quarterback picks in the in the dust because that's fine. Do it. They traded away uh, Kaiser and Kessler, who they picked when they traded down and skipped over Wentz and Watson. There you go, perfect. They're so stupid. If they, oh man, they just drafted Watson. Who knows though? You know, yeah. Who knows? Now at least they have like a somewhat semblance of a team that's uh, looking like they have talent. So Watson was the only guy last year who. I was like, oh, I was saying to everybody, you got to draft that dude. Because nobody beats Alabama. And he just looked so good. And he didn't look like <laughs> fluky. And he wasn't just doing everything with his feet. Like, I really I, like I Watson. I don't know who, how they missed on him, uh, the analysts. Like, I know a lot of them are saying it could be the best. And his old coach was saying. But too many people missed on that guy. He oh, yeah. Been. Well, he should have been talked about his top three the whole time. It happens every year, you know. So, this is why the uh, Kuipers of the world still survive because, like you said, people just miss on people and they don't care. They just move on to the next year. That's it. Yeah. Everyone forgets about it. John, um, I was I was telling you so much last what? year that the Jets should have just taken him. Yeah, before, before well. the draft, and I was arguing with Rupal about it too. I was like, "You got to take Watson. Like, just take him." And it's like, no, no, we need this This guy's a really good cornerback, though. He's a really good safety. It's like, who cares? You can get another safety. Take the guy who looks like... That safety's going to change the game. That safety will change your team. Well, I mean, he was one of the best safeties in the league. But it so. doesn't change your team the way well, Watson know, changes your he team. He was one of the best safeties in the league, John. I mean, they didn't have a great secondary. The best. The best secondary. Well, their cornerbacks weren't great. But yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's 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 not dwell on uh, last year's Watson. Uh, yeah, whatever. Mishaps. Yeah, let's okay. Go. Uh, yeah. All right, my number two is with the Giants, and I have them scooping up Sam Darnold. Oh, them going QB. All yeah. Right, all right, all right, all right. I really, I mean, I really want like almost put them to pick up uh, Chubb or Barkley just to piss off Brian, but I was like. <laughs> I was like, I think, I think they're just throwing smoke. To be honest, like, nah. I, I they're think, not going to go to that. I think they know. I, they know they have to get a quarterback. I think so too. I'm starting to get a little more. Um, I'm starting to feel a little better uh, of it as the days go by. Where I think they are just going to go. Cor- I think they're just doing this to see if they could get some insane haul. And if they can't, then they're going quarterback. All right. Well. Speaking of insane hauls, I don't know if I mean I don't know if I'll save this for later, but if they what if they traded down from the two and traded ODB and got like like six picks or something ridiculous? No, no, uh, 
No, I mean, I like the, I like the, I just would rather them pick a quarterback who's going to, who they hope will be the quarterback of their future. To pair with him. To pair him with ODB. Yeah. Like, I'd rather, I like that outcome. I like that path forward a lot more. Um, I know they're going to have to pay him a lot, but look, I mean, Eli, I think we could kind of objectively say would have been out of the league two years ago if Beckham wasn't on the team. And, I mean, if you get the young quarterback, look at what, like, the Rams are doing or uh, the Eagles are doing and just being able to sign a shit ton of free agents. Yeah, but that's too smart. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, I like, mean, if you pay your, if you only have to pay your quarterback a rookie salary, then you're ahead of the game, and you can pay somebody like Beckham. And then once Beckham's contract is almost up, you'll have the money to spend on the quarterback. Like I think the timeline fits very well. Well, what do you think, Brian? Do you think they're gonna take a quarterback? Yeah, I think they take uh, Josh Rosen. Um, I think they just see, you know, I it's not too much of a change from an Eli type guy. Except Rosen's a little more accurate, but a guy that's just when I mean when Eli was younger, he was very good at um, working the pocket, kind of just not an athlete at all, but finding space in the pocket to to buy time. And look, um, there's a lot of good scramble quarterbacks that can scramble, like Wilson and Watson and stuff. But the best quarter history has shown that the very best quarterbacks are. The guys that just manipulate the pocket really well and don't really move out of it too much. I agree. I and agree. I, like, I, mean, I think he's the best quarterback in this draft. Um, I, yeah, I think he's the best thrower. So I'm good. I'm good with Rosen. I hope they pick Rosen. All right, there it is, Rosen. Um, I am actually going to go with Chubb. I don't think the Giants are smart. I think they're going to continue to love that Eli train uh, the way most Giants fans do. And not draft a quarterback and continue to rely on a quarterback who is subpar for most of his career. Um, and, yeah, they're going to go with Chubb just to uh, shore up a defense that just got rid of JPP. And continue to live in mediocrity for uh, the next few years. So there you go, Giants fans. Eat that shit. Whoa. With authority. <laughs> oh, yeah. What the hell was that? Anyway? I don't know. I'm just a little I'm, – I'm pumped over the Yankees, so I feel like just – Getting out some, uh, you're all you're all horned up, all adrenaline up. Well, I mean, if they had two great edge rushers, they could possibly make the playoffs because pass rush is very important. But no, I don't think that's um the path back to the Super Bowl. It is not, but that is a pick they're going to take. <laughs> not the happy one for for Brian. I know that. Not a, wouldn't be a fan of it. Not but, no. But look, hey, it's better than Barkley. And Nelson, I think. I don't see them taking Barkley. I don't. I because I, I I mean I really like the idea of building through your offensive line, but I don't know if Nelson is is he a reach because there's no big offensive lineman in this, or is he really that good? Uh, is my problem with Quentin Nelson and Barkley? I don't. I just don't think he'd pick a running back in the top five. Especially where there's like their position they're even in, you know, like if yeah. you're if you're one piece away, if exactly. you're a running back away, somehow you ended up with a, a high pick. Yeah, yeah I feel like you're the yeah. Cowboys. Trades. If you're exactly, like the Cowboys, the Cowboys had the perfect storm. Yeah, of they had this amazing line in place, and they're like, yeah, let's just put a guy behind it that's really good. Exactly. So, yeah. So no Barkley. Um, John, you want to do your three? Yes. And for the hometown favorite, 
New York Jets. I have them drafting Josh uh, Josh Rosen. That was almost a bad Freudian slip. Mm-hmm. You didn't almost say Josh Allen, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. Uh, pretty much just basically for all the reasons that Brian said. Uh, I mean, the concerns for him are either just kind of like media, you know, looking for stories like, oh, is he too smart? Does he actually love football and all that stuff? And But those aren't real ones, I don't feel like. The the shoulder injury and the couple concussions last year, that worries me a bit. But I think I think like at three, you can still take that risk and feel pretty good about that pick. I agree. I agree on that. And especially with all the cap space that Jets will have again next year. Although cap space is getting kind of devalued because it seems like every team has like at least fifty million. All right, I'll uh, I'll just skip Brian really fast because I just want to say I'll agree with you. I have Rosen at number three hmm. going to the Jets since the. Uh, I mean, it, like I said, they could flip flop. Obviously, maybe the Browns take him one, but the way I see, it, I got Darnold one and Rosen going three to the Jets. Okay, it's the best outcome for them, I think. If yeah. I'm a Jets fan, that's what I want to happen the most. Yeah, the other one is if it goes like Darnold Rosen, one two, and then they pick Mayfield over Allen, which is, I mean, it would be one of the more interesting decisions because you have one quarterback that's like six foot versus one quarterback that's six six and just like humongous arm where Mayfield can make a lot of plays with his feet but he also has a very accurate deep arm too and also coming out of the big 12 versus like a middle of nowhere school is also interesting discussion Wyoming yeah Yeah, I mean I think Rosen's probably that is it's probably what you want the most. I think. I think that's not that's. Get Darnold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Jets aren't even going to work out Darnold because I. I guess they. They think they have absolutely no shot of him being yeah. there. I because I don't think he falls past two because if the Browns don't take him, the Giants will, and if the Giants don't take him, then they don't really want a quarterback, and they would trade with somebody that does want them to want him. So I just don't think there's really a chance he makes it past two. Interesting. No, I, I agree with that. I have Allen for the pick. I think hey. I think Baker Mayfield's a little too risky than what the Jets want. Um, I rather Mayfield. I think three quarterbacks in a row. Wow. Um. Yeah, I think the top three quarterbacks. Wow. Because one and three are definitely. What was the last time that's Giants happened? Though. Yeah, I know. Well, it was supposed to be a deep one, deep quarterback draft. Yeah, I pick Allen. Yeah. I think the Jets just. Um, you know, hope they could fix his mechanics and turn him into something. Well, and John's shaking his head. John's just shaking his head. Not happy. For well, anyone who's Baker listening. Baker Mayfield, everything I was saying about Watson, I don't think it applies as much as Baker Mayfield. When I watch Watson and Kyle, it's not that I'm like some college football expert at all, but I, I thought he looked a lot better than what Baker Mayfield looked like, who I thought looked very good too, and has I think has a chance to be a really good quarterback. I just think he's a risk at number three. That, and I don't know what kind of risk the Jets really want to take since they traded so much for that pick. Well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like Allen also has a lot of risks because the Jets have taken, although obviously he wasn't nearly as highly uh, touted as Allen, uh, in Christian Hackenberg, a what is like a prototypical-looking quarterback, and it obviously bit them in the ass. So uh, Hackenberg 
and Allen have had similar completion percentages uh, in college. Hackenberg had That's one. It though. I mean, Hackenberg had one good year with uh, Allen Robinson throwing to Allen Robinson, and then two down years after Bill O'Brien and Robinson left. Uh, Allen had what, like two decent years, and then like one like not a good year at all this past year. But you can say his talent bad. not as bad as Hackenberg. It it was pretty similar. Like Hackenberg, I feel like was only looked at as good that first year because Penn State was supposed to be terrible after all the sanctions, and he turned them into something decent. But he that was a laugh like a laughed at pick for him in the second round. But oh yeah, like he a lot, some people were thinking like six seven last day of draft type thing if he even gets drafted, uh, and that was just oh. Unbelievably stupid pick. No, it was a huge reach. I mean, Allen. I was at the uh, Red Bulls. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was at the Red Bulls game with Rupal, and when the pick came across our phones, we were both like, "Are you shitting me? (laughs) Like this is this is risky." But it wasn't risky. It was dumb. Well, yeah, dumb and risky. It was bad. It was like picking Roberto Aguayo bad. Oh man, I don't think he's (laughs) anything like Allen. I mean, Allen might be a bust, but not nearly. Like they're in different classes. No, I got you. Like he's got hype behind him. He's got like he's predicted to go in top five. It's like at like, the, like, at the very like Ryan Leaf's status. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I hope not. He seems like <laughs> a better person than Ryan Leaf. Look, Ryan Leaf did nothing wrong except sell drugs to kids in in like college or whatever. <laughs> as like their what? coach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only guy gave prescription drugs to kids, I believe. Like, you know, I mean, nothing, nothing too bad. Who's the real bad guy? <laughs> the, far, the, pharma, the pharmaceutical companies for allowing the proliferation of prescription drugs or Ryan Leaf for trying to get some money? I can tell you right. Not Ryan Leaf. Exactly. <laughs> Are you taking a picture of us, Brian? No, I'm not. I'm texting. texting. No. <laughs> but, you're taking a picture of the little screen. I don't, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I don't know. It's just uh, – I mean, Alan, Alan just screams a lot of risk just because – he, I mean, he, uh, his stats against Power Five teams too was horrendous. Um, it's just you know his accuracy in like during the senior senior bowl during the season didn't look good. Like he couldn't throw like five yards out. He would he would overthrow his receivers all the time. He's got a strong arm. Yeah, I know he, he can throw it like ninety five <laughs> yards, but he can't throw. It. He, he's like sunshine from Remember the Titans. He can sunshine. throw the ball eighty yards, but he can't pitch it five feet. Look, got that that, that beefcake arm though. He's so. gonna be really good at hail marys. <laughs> All right, so just uh, run the, just the just run the bomb like ten times a half. So now that John is thoroughly disappointed with Brian's pick of Allen, let's move to four and get away from <sighs> the, the, the Jets. Okay. Oh, uh, you know what? I should have. Should have downloaded a sound effect because we got a trade. Ding, 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 ding. Wherever they do the trade sound on ESPN. That was that was awful. I don't know. That's what I said. I should have gotten that sound effect. But I have the Bills trading up to number four with the Browns. And they are drafting Baker Mayfield to make four quarterbacks in a row, which probably won't happen. But enough wow. teams are desperate. I feel like Imagine it Imagine four quarterbacks went in a row. That's insane. That would be insane. Madness. Yeah. I mean, I... I would. Pro- I mean, I can't. I can't remember any other time that's even come close to happening. So, which is why it probably won't happen. But I feel like enough teams are they're desperate enough where for quarterbacks where it could happen. So then the Bills are going to trade up again. Yeah. Wow. I mean, just off the top of my head, twelve, twenty-two, and like a third round pick or something. Wow. 
All right, look. The craziest shit has happened, I'm, I'm guessing. So, uh... I don't know. Browns keep uh, continue to be the trade back team. Yep, maybe. I mean, if I you're mean, if you're gonna trade up with a team, might as well make it the Browns because whatever quarterback you're gonna take is probably gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the Browns trade. What do I you think do? you just try to get two awesome stud players. And what do you think they're gonna grab? You'll you'll get their you'll get also if you, there's quarterbacks at the top of the draft, they'll have their choice. Of the next of the best not quarterback, and I think they take Chubb. I think it's just too um, enticing to put Chubb opposite of Garrett and just hope that that's an insanely good pass rush, a cheap pass rush for the next four or five years, and hope the Darnold is good and you'll have an insane amount of cap space to th- throw stuff at him in free agency with linemen and. Well, well Darnold, I mean, you don't think he'd start day one, right? Because of Tyrod. No, but um, and it's like a good setup for the next three, four years. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, that would be nice to have two crazy uh, edge rushers in Chubb and, uh, and Garrett. That'd be ridiculous. I think it's a pretty good formula. Unless, but yeah, so that's my pick. I like it, but since I... Since Chubb is already gone to the Giants, he cannot go to the Browns. Um, I believe that the Browns have three options. Yeah. The option I'm yeah. going to go with is if they're going to pick Barkley. Um, the other options are they could go with Nelson for the offensive line mm. or trade back. I don't know if it would be the Bills, but it's a very good possibility with these top four, two top four picks that they might trade back to get more picks. But I'm gonna go with they're gonna go with Barkley to really just cap off what has been a, a decent offensive like you know off season yeah so with Darnold with you know Tyrod with you know just just locking shit up I like it so I'm gonna go with Barkley um I mean that that's definitely that would, I mean that would be a great first two picks for them I also like Brian's uh, Chubb pick because. They were in, like, 10 of their games. I think, like, eight of the games, they were within one score going into the fourth quarter or something like that, and then they, they just they just blew in the fourth quarter because either Hugh Jackson sucks at coaching and with all the young guys. <laughs> no, I mean, like, he they, totally they, they, deserves. They, they, they couldn't hold on to or stay close to teams. So if they have Chubb and Garrett, you got that quarterback rush in the, in the fourth quarter, possibly create a turnover. Uh, one... That could turn around. Or... You get Barkley, and he could be a game changer in the fourth too. So which one? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't have to pick. I'm just saying, like those are both well, good options. No, he already has the bills. Well, I, already, I already did the bills traded up. Oh, the trade. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Pay attention, Brian. Yeah. I know, Thanks for friend. listening. Freaking <laughs> Michael Cage. Too busy, too busy tech, texting over here. Yeah, he texting your girlfriend. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, <laughs> uh, um, I. Yeah, I think Nelson is their second best pick to have. Just that's some that's what I would, so I mean the three. I didn't but, didn't they sign a couple interior offensive linemen though? But I I think like you said you get a, okay. a you get a guy cheap who they think is good. They really want to help that you know they want to help Carlos Hyde. They want to help uh, Duke Johnson. They really want to help their quarterback. Just keep him keep them upright and keep you know I I think that would be a, a solid move for them. 
But I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be Barkley. I think Barkley, as long as he's available, will go to the Browns. That's fair. Uh, all right. Let's go on to the fifth pick, which is the Broncos. And I have them. Since they uh, missed out on the quarterbacks, they couldn't either facilitate a trade or they didn't want to trade. And since they signed Case Keenum, it looks like they, they're trying to push her now because they're going to have to pay. That uh, that defense only has a couple a couple more years before they're going to have to completely blow it up. I think they're going Saquon Barkley at five. Ooh. Get rid of C.J. Anderson. Get rid of whatever crap they got back there. Give them an actual actual running game for the first time in a couple of years. And they think that with that and Keenum, they keep uh, Sanders and Demarius Thomas. That's a decent offense. Yeah, I agree with that pick. I went Barkley, too. I think they're um, trying to get back. They're, yeah, they're trying to, like you said, capitalize on the last couple of years of that other good defense. They were pretty much... The running game was by far the worst part of their game last year. And they have like a little Vikings kind of thing if they get a good running back. You <laughs> That's know, actually you put pretty funny. With the good defense. That's funny. They do have a, a little Vikings. Good, um, <laughs> wide receivers in a good running game. That's actually really funny. They do sort of like the new Vikings. <laughs> the I'm not sure. They they did pick up Damaris Thomas's option last week, right? Yeah. So I mean he'll he'll definitely be on the team. So it's not a bad pick. Like I said, it's not a bad pick. I think San- with Keenum, Sanders is gonna be the better option. Like Thomas is still gonna be able to get downfield, but if they add Barkley, it definitely adds a bunch of much needed speed in that backfield. You don't think you don't think they would go with Nelson? To help that offensive line as well? I think I think they can't. I th- I think they want to go with the best, at least in my mock draft, they want to go with the best non-quarterback. Non-quarterback available. And that's probably Saquon. Okay. I mean, I can see that. I mean, again, if he was still available, <laughs> he could go to them. But who do you got? He's gone. I'm going to go with Denzel Ward from Ohio State. Uh, Interesting. Crazy explosive cornerback. Helped to fill the void left by Aqib Talib. Since Barkley's gone, quarterbacks are gone. Well, besides Mayfield, but I don't think they can take Mayfield. Um, I think Ward is a cornerback that can help fill that you know that hole that Talib left and try to continue to you know shore up that second you know make that secondary you know a a strong point for their defense. So that's who I think is going to go with Ward because Barkley's gone. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but no, I mean that, that's you think he go above like Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. and the uh, oh shit, what's the other guy? Um, I got him here. Hold on. I forget his name. But. Derwin James or yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do. I do. I do. Right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if the Broncos. It'll be interesting if they go defense, especially with how bad the like the offense has been. Yeah, but I still think the defense is an option for them. All right, man. Look, my damn, it's my damn draft. All right, I was just, <laughs> I was just questioning, just talking <laughs> through. All right, let's go on to the sixth pick, formerly of the Jets, now the Colts. After they traded back, and they get some desperately needed offensive line help to make sure Andrew Luck doesn't puncture another kidney or whatever he did, and they pick Quentin Nelson at number six. Yep, sure that that in, interior of the line. I'll make the second. I'll second that one. 
All right, you got that one too. You're right. They need to fix that line for luck. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not like they have like $70 million of cash space and have done absolutely nothing with it, but, you know. They're standing firm. They're just waiting. They're biding their time, waiting for those name, those high names to drop. They can <laughs> get their Kenny Vaccaros, maybe. You know, they'll they'll lock it up soon. <laughs> maybe. All right. Uh, Anthony, you um, you agree, no, Brian? No, what do you got? Yeah, no, sorry. I thought Anthony was up. No, I'll say, Brian, what, what do you got? Uh, I'm just tripling up on um, Nelson. I'm agreeing. I think that's – I think they're hoping that's where he falls to them and – they, look, they just need to help luck a little here. Our first uh, match. He's coming back from injury. They don't want him to get injured again right away. Yeah, uh, yeah. Honestly, like this was pretty, pretty simple pick for him, right? Yeah. Like once, once I saw like, all right, he's probably not going to go before. I was like, Colts are if he's still there, Colts are obviously snapping him up. I mean, it would be the smart. I mean, Andrew Luck would be begging for them to pick that pick. I think. Yeah. So, because um, it's not like there's any like wide receivers that are up here that he they can grab and Barkley will be already gone and there's not I don't think they'll grab the running back from LSU this early. So it's like he say or whatever. Yeah, so whatever. I think I think to help that line, that's what luck would be really wanting. And he's your your teams. So protect the son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh also one other thing about the Colts. They I mean they must they're not completely sold on luck returning because they turned down trade trade requests for um Brisket. <laughs> Not that. It's just I think they saw – I don't think they saw – I think they, maybe the trade requests weren't enough because he looked pretty good in what he was given. Yeah. And I'm assuming that he, they were probably low, getting low-balled for, for him because he was considered a backup quarterback. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what I think. That's right. I could be wrong, but that's what I'm assuming. What they give up? Oh, Philip Dorsett, who didn't – I'm surprised, did nothing for the Patriots because he seemed like the perfect Patriots – Fast slot guy. Mm, did he? Did he? Fair. Um, all right. <laughs> My number seven is a guy that dropped more than in your guys' drafts. I have Bradley Chubb, that Ooh. edge rusher going well, to the Bucks at number seven. seven. I don't think he'd last seven. That's, that'd be... Well, they'd be very happy about that. Well, oh, yeah. That'd be yes, huge. I mean, that defense definitely needs help, especially attacking the passer. They were pretty awful at it last year. And, I mean, I have four quarterbacks go, so there was there's this backlog of other position players. I don't know. I just, just throw a fifth quarterback in there. Lamar Jackson, just do it. Just, you know what? Do a two-quarterback <laughs> two quarterback set in Tampa. Just, you know, perfect. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know why you have to make a mockery. <laughs> this is a mock draft. Ah, God damn it. <laughs> Walked into that one, I guess. <laughs> All right, uh, so yeah, Bucks get Chubb at seven. Brian, your pick. I also think they try to help out their pass rush, but also try um, help out their coverage a little bit too. And I think they go Tremaine Edmonds mm. and try to just kind of get a defensive quarterback a little going on and get somebody stout in the linebacking core. I like that pick. I do like that pick. He's think was he's a guy that wowed with his speed at the combine, right? Yeah, no, he's he's crazy. Like his athleticism is ridiculous. So speed, athleticism, he like oh, yeah. said, can like and and speed Russian linebackers from the outside are getting very popular in the NFL. And I think they'll need it in that 
that's a pretty good quarterbacking division right now. So yeah, you want to uh, want to sort of put some speed in that that linebacking core. So I like the pick. I do like the pick. Um, I did not go that way. I went with uh, Derwin James, Florida State, um, hard hitting safety who actually has really good coverage skills. And again, I think in a division like that, you're gonna need that. So sure up that secondary a little bit versus you know wide receivers like Michael Thomas and uh, Funches and uh, Julio Jones. I think it's a it's a smart play for the Buccaneers to to grab uh, Derwin James. So Florida State boy staying inside the state. Yeah, that's actually usually a lot like a lot of people love seeing shit like that. Like the way a lot of times you see like. Saints fans or whatever, always rooting for LSU players to go to New Orleans, even if it's not the right pick. Yeah. But uh, this is the right pick, I think, for the Buccaneers, especially with, like, Chubb gone and all of that. But Chubb would be great for them, but it's not going to happen. Okay. Uh, to number eight we go. We got the Chicago Bears making a big splash on offense in free agency. Oh, yeah. And I got them going defense. And with cornerback help, cornerback slash safety, I guess, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka. The Bears just uh, lock up that secondary a bit more. If I mean, their defense was close to top 10, I think. It was just like their offense was just so shitty under John Fox that this shores up their defense even more <laughs> and propels them to seven to eight wins. I like it. I like it. It's a good. It's a good pick. I am a little lower, but I like his. Uh, I don't know. I just like that. I like the showing up of the defense. I just that. I don't know. I just. I would if if you didn't pick what um, Denzel Ward. I just think I think he he'd be a better 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 pick. But whatever. Well, that's why you have him going. That's five. why. That's why. That's exactly. So Brian, what do you got? I have. Um... The first big reach of the draft. Reach, 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 reach. I think it is definitely a reach. I think it's kind of in the vein of when the Giants reached for Eric Flowers to be their tackle. I think um, the Bears reach for McGlinkley on Notre Dame. Mike McGlinkley. Wow. That's – I don't have him anywhere, so – uh, preach why? Uh, yeah, I just <laughs> preach, brother. I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't really have a big explanation for it. I mean, I sorry was thinking about all the things the Bears might want. There's, I right now it's between probably a D back, a safety, like a Ward, a Fitzpatrick, or nobody else. There's not very many offensive picks they would make at this position because I think. Ridley is not somebody you're going to pick in the top 10. And I think they just keep trying to help uh, Trubisky. I mean, Trubisky, def- getting help is for him is definitely a smart idea. I, I, I agree. And but. yet, and I did call it a reach. You did. That's true. Some team always, some team always makes a stupid reach. And, you know, this is uh, my prediction for the team that makes a stupid reach. Ah, the poor Bears. The That's so. Uh, you know, my prediction is in... Um, you know, maybe I'm taking an outside shot. <laughs> Do you think they have a chance to be like the Jags this year? Or like, uh, not? I guess kind of like the Jags where they, no. after a couple of down seasons, they finally put together and and 
get to like eight eight wins, nine wins. I no, I don't think there's any signs that are really pointing that way, are there? Like I mean, the I mean, Trubisky pointing up for a few years. That's fair, but like I mean, Trubisky really was Trubisky was very apparent. He was one of the top deep ball accurate passers last year. Um, I don't know. It's just like I mean, they he added didn't do much. No, but you get rid of John Fox. Like, also, also the games. I mean, I, he didn't really show much. No, I don't he, care about look, one stat that made him look good for one thing. I don't know. It, they didn't seem like a team that was close to ready. Like you saw Wentz last year, two years ago, and you're like, yeah, he looks pretty ready. I know, but you get rid of John Fox. You give him Jeff give, Fisher effects. You give him uh, you give him a, a a weapon in Allen Robinson. You have a great running back. Also, you got Trey Burton and Trey Burton, who I who in the absence of Ertz looked pretty damn good. Um, and like I said, and you have a solid, awesome running back in Jordan Howard to go pair with the third down back of Tariq Cohen. And you know who knows if Trubisky can make. Positive steps forward. The team could win seven to nine games, you know, in a in a division that you know maybe be led by the the Vikings, but the, who knows what the Packers and Lions are going to do, you know? Pretty I give them about division, a six though. game ceiling. All right, uh, Anthony, your eighth pick. I went uh, with uh, Tremaine Edmonds, Edmonds from uh, Edmonds from <laughs> Virginia Tech. Um, right there. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was trying to say it right. Um, I like, like I was saying, he's crazy athletic, fast. Um, I think a good pick for their defense to add on to a defense that was, I think, sneaky, like under the radar good last year. Just had a terrible offense at the time to not really pair well with them. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be a great pick for them to just continuing to sort of push that defense forward. So, you know, not too much else to talk about him, but I think it's a solid pick for the, the Bears who aren't going to reach and make a terrible pick. Fair. All right. Uh, going on to nine with the 49ers. Um, I was going back and forth between this. I had Rokon Smith or Edmonds. I think I'm going to go with Edmonds. Mm. Last second pick. Yeah. I'm going to go with Edmonds. Uh, like like Brian said, like Calvin Ridley, not really. I mean, is he, is he like a top 10 pick? He seems more like a 15 ish range. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they they could use wide receiver help, but I think to go short with that defense a little bit could always trade back. Could always trade back, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if anyone's trading back and or trading up to get anyone in this draft because at least in mind because all the quarterbacks are taken basically. And well, that's the thing is like you know at this point there could be a team that might want to trade up for like a Baker Mayfield if he's not taken and worried he might be. You know what I'm saying? Like you know who knows, but. It's not a bad pick if they don't if there's no trade. Yeah. All right. Uh, B dog. I'm going. I mean, I had a little trouble picking between two, um, just because I, I honestly, I'm not gonna pretend to know which one's better, but which one has been getting a little better ratings is Denzel Ward over Minka Fitzpatrick. I think they try to get a, a solid um, defensive back and uh, go Ward. I like it. I like Ward. That'd be a great. I I would, man. That would be awesome for the 49ers if they can grab Ward. If he, I think I don't. I don't think he lasts that long. But if he does, I think that would be a great pick for them. So, um, I went with uh, you were you were John was saying he was torn between uh Edmonds and Smith, and I went with Smith. 
um, since Edmonds is gone to my to the Bears. Um, solid linebacker from Georgia, who I think could be the quarterback of that defense for years to come. Uh, Big on the quarterbacks of the defense, aren't you? Hell yeah. <laughs> Look, you want a guy who's smart enough to be able to coordinate that defense and move you know, the plays the way they need to go against opposing quarterbacks in the actual quarterbacks in this league. So I think he's the guy that could fill that position, and they already have what looks like a solid quarterback on offense in Jimmy G. So I mean, he definitely that. looks solid. Let's get that defensive quarterback, and I like him for the 49ers. Okay, and I will go with the 10th pick and the final pick in our mock draft season. Mr. Irrelevant. Oh, I mean, just... Oh, wait. What? I, um... Actually changed my 49ers pick. Uh-oh. I didn't see my notes. Oh, uh, now you're looking at his notes. I had a ding, ding, ding trade. In the the Niners. son of a bitch. I'm sorry. I don't. I had um. I had Ward in an earlier installment, and Too I busy. see. I look down, and I see I crossed him out and put trade. That is my fault. I'm coming <laughs> in with a late trade. Let's rewind well, that. Uh, I don't know if the commissioner there. will uh, allow it though. <laughs> I put trade down with the Bills because Ward or Fitzpatrick will fall to 12. Um, so they're going to get one of the cornerbacks they want because I think they want to buff up that defense a little bit. Okay. So, so rewinding, who's... Bills trade up for Mayfield. Ah, there it is. See, that's what I was, I, you know, were you not paying attention to what I was saying that could be the trade to I, John? I, I don't listen. No, John was listening. I mean, John was, also was listening, but Brian also was not listening when I was saying it. That that would be the trade, the 49ers trade, with, ah, whatever. Don't think you said that, but okay. Absolutely. Oh, I, man. Don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't believe it. Yeah, I mean, John and I didn't hear it, so that's uh, two against Doesn't one. happen. All right. Uh, oh, there you go. There's my trade. Eh, okay. Uh, and then for, like I said, before I get interrupted, uh, the Raiders with the 10th pick go with the edge rusher out of Boston College. Had like 16 sacks this past season. Uh, Harold Landry. He was hurt a little bit last season. Still got a bunch of sacks. He's uh, another guy that's wowing in the combine. That always makes me a little worrisome, though. But I think the Raiders, under Gruden, go for a hard-nosed defense. And lining him up on the other side, Cleo Mack, will, will give them that. All right. Now, is that more of a reach than McGlinkley? Do you officially have uh, which one is supposed to go higher? Like, overall? Yeah, like which one I think, I think, projected? I think this Lange, uh I mean, I don't know. Like, offensive lineman, especially, he, he's a tackler, right? So they, yeah. always, they always go kind of high. But I think, I mean, this guy's a little bit of a reach, too. Like, he he's moving up the boards, I've seen. Yeah. Okay. So it might be a reach, but... He's moving up the board, so I don't know. Reach. All right, yeah, reach. All right. <laughs> All right, Brian. All right, I think the Raiders were just gearing up to trade to um gearing up to draft Raquan Smith. And you know, they see 49ers somehow made their pick and went back in time and traded the pick. <laughs> um, so the guy they actually wanted, Denzel Ward, falls falls to them and they pick Denzel Ward. <laughs> Uh, it's too good. I um, I still I like I'm telling you Denzel Ward's gonna fall earlier. But anyway, with Denzel Ward off the board in my book already, yeah. <laughs> and Derwin James off the board, John Gruden going with the versatile DB. 
Minka Fitzpatrick from Alabama. I think he, John Gruden is one of those crazy people who likes a guy who could do a lot of different things. And I think Minka Fitzpatrick is a guy who could do a lot of different things for him. And that's where Gruden is going to fucking just eye that shit down. Right there. And if, uh, but the hell, Al Davis was still alive, they'd be drafting a, a wide receiver right now. But he's not. So. A wide receiver that ran like a 4-3. That's and it. Catch. Yep. That's it. That's all they would grab. But now he's not here anymore. And John Gruden, he's going to grab a, a versatile DB. Do a lot for him. Boom. Done. That's it. Game over. Draft is over. Game over, man. All right. Well, that wraps up the first annual mock draft. Fancy lens draft thing. Uh, nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Listen, nice. It's the first annual MDFLT. Wrapped it up with a neat little bow. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds like a tasty sandwich. <laughs> MDFLT. Yeah, it does. Um, all right. So now that we're done with the drafts, let's go on to possible trades, actual drama, also possible drama surrounding Odell Beckham. <laughs> Always drama with ODB and the Giants. Well, I mean, it's, it's he, he just loves the drama. Well, does he love the drama? I think, I think he loves He He feeds media. into it. He, yeah, but this is media drama. Oh, yeah, like, of course. They're writing multiple stories a day on they might trade Beckham. Well, and then it came out. It's like, oh, they would trade Beckham for two first round picks. And it's like, yeah, they're just saying two first round picks because that's they're saying that's how hard it would be to trade them. Look, like no one's giving two first round picks for a wide receiver. Most of these people who write articles for this shit, it just why are they even getting like how are they even getting paid for this? Like, like you said, like they're just writing these bullshit articles, like oh, Giants are two round picks, oh. This ODB, like he's like trouble in New York. It's like, it's it's the worst. Yeah, it's just so bad. Like I can't even read anything anymore because it's just it's such shit journalism. I think NFL writers are just trying to keep up with the NBA off season and have to like manufacture something. Ugh, all that's year. the case. It's awful. Well, so all right. NBA, so what's the NBA? It's a lot less um, cutthroat. The reporting, it's more friendly. Like um. Because the NBA fan community, like the fans, fans aren't as mean as NFL fans. I know that sounds funny to say. Like fans in the NBA are all about just like the guy with the most attitude who creates the most highlights. And they like that shit. Like a guy who is going to like they love like the fan community loves Russell Westbrook, who just tries to stun on people as much as he possibly can. (laughs) And it's just different with there's still a lot of old guard fans in the NFL that want you to just play the game the right way. Play it the and right way. There's writers that are like that too. Like some people thought it was one of the biggest sins they've ever seen in their life when he did the pee, the dog pee celebration. I thought oh, it was hilarious. My God. People were like just losing to, their yeah. shit. I mean, it was hilarious just to see how many people are pissed off. Imagine th- if MB dunked on a guy. And then lifted his leg and did a fake dog pee. How much Twitter would love that shit oh, if yeah. it happened in the NBA? Like yeah. they would go nuts for it. It's yeah, I guess that's true. But all right, so what do we think about this ODB? It's all smoking. He's not getting traded, obviously, right? I don't think he is. I mean, Adam Schefter said there's a possibility. I'll listen to Adam Schefter because he usually predicts the future, um, <laughs> and he's willing to like go into guys' hospital beds and get their shit. So you yeah. know. <laughs> He grab, he he, he like dresses up as a doctor, grabs their charts and shit. Yeah, like he's, yeah. he's actually he's one of the guys I actually trust. <laughs> Adam Schefter <laughs> was actually filming 
uh, Odell Beckham in the hotel room with the pizza and the <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and the much. girl. ODB invited him. What do you think? He was just hanging out. <laughs> Come on. I def I definitely think there's a chance. I wouldn't I wouldn't enjoy it. I wouldn't enjoy giving my favorite most exciting. So imagine if like the Browns trade like fans. the fourth the fourth overall pick and like the first round pick next year, like. For ODB. Yeah, but they're not going to do that. So no, but that, I mean that would be a trade the Giants I think would have to take, right? Knowing yeah, that you're I mean, getting, the, guess, yeah, sure, but you, that, you're getting not going to happen. I'm saying like, like <laughs> you don't know, like the Browns make some bad decisions. They're still the Browns, but is it a bad decision if you're the Browns? Because don't you just want to win in some like, even if it's not a smart move, like you're at least uh, hyping shit up. I don't know. <laughs> Because they've been so depressing for so long. <laughs> that it's like, let's just put Beckham on the team and at least it'll be fun. Let like, him, maybe it's not the best path to the Super Bowl. Let him pee but, on all the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's fun. The dog pound's gonna love that. <laughs> yeah, man, it fits, yeah. Dress that son of a bitch up like a dog and let him pee on people. I mean, fucking... It, 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 would, it would ignite some uh, some fandom. You know, actually, it's not a bad idea. Browns, do it. Trade your fourth round, fourth overall pick and your first round pick next year. Get ODB. Do it. Let them pee on Steelers and Ravens. Just do it. Be great. <laughs> you really liking this um this <laughs> golden shower utopian future. <laughs> it would just be fucking it's like the Calvin uh the Calvin uh, stickers where he's peeing on other logos. Just have Odell Beckham like with like a dog costume on, just peeing on other teams. Like it's just perfect. I'm surprised was, no one's replaced the the Calvin sticker with Odell. With Odell Beckham, I'm surprised. But yeah, no, it's not gonna happen. So all right. Do you believe though? Um, will they sign? Like, was the J was the JPP thing just making room for Odell? They gotta give him the money, right? Yeah, I mean he he's. He's what the best receiver in the league. Dealing like, compared you, to like what he's had, what he has around him versus what the other top receivers have. Even if them. even if you don't think he is the best, he is like top two, top three. If you don't think he's the best, so you have to pay him the money. Yeah, I personally think it's he's the best, and it might be homerism. But like you said, I just think he has been playing with a pretty shit quarterback. And how dare you! <laughs> just doesn't have much of it like gets double triple teams every game um but on the other side if you said antonio brown was the best i wouldn't argue you for a second like yeah. i wouldn't say no i wouldn't try to argue against it i'm just saying in my mind he's the best but i'm totally okay with you saying antonio brown's the best antonio brown's totally the best <laughs> <laughs> but no seriously um you gotta you gotta pay the guy pay the guy Pay I the think man. he gets twenty million a year because it's like a number that looks good, and it's still a shit ton for a wide receiver. Making Kenny Stills jealous. <laughs> um, I think that's around where they settle. It's like a four-year, twenty million a year. And o- thing. also, like Odell, he's besides teams trying to fight him. His his second year, like the Rams and um, uh, the Panthers. Norman, yeah. Yeah. Like, you never hear any teammate come out and say, like, oh, yeah, like, he did this in the locker room or whatever. Like, he, he, he said this or whatever. Like, it seems like everyone in the locker room likes him. Uh, all his teammates come to, um, you know, to protect him 
when he was getting when he got hit late in St. Louis, he, like three guys rushed right over to to get those other guys off him. So it seems like he seems like a good teammate. Yeah, and the only people that don't like him are the callers media. into uh, into WFAN who say that he, that he doesn't respect the game and that uh, the Giants would be better without him for some reason. Have you seen Eli Manning's stats with with and without Beckham? It's like twice twice as good with Beckham. Yeah, because he makes Eli better. Because he, he turns an eight-yard slant route into 70 yards. Yeah. So. Where Jarvis Landry turns an eight-yard slant into seven <laughs> yards. Into seven yards, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jarvis Landry. Um, all right. So. That's I mean, it. I mean, we all uh, agree look, on this, so it's yeah, like I know. So we, there's, there's no controversy. Just beating here. a dead horse right yeah, here. Exactly. We all agree on this. There's no, there's absolutely no controversy there's, between us. We're just beating a dead Eli. Let's go. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, the, what the next thing is? Oh, uh, oh, Sue on the Rams. Sue on the Rams. I love the. I love it. One yeah. year, right? Yeah, fourteen mil. What a smart. That's a smart sign. I mean, Rams are no downside. Yeah, Rams are completely taking advantage of Jared Goff on his rookie contract Ugh. and just look. One year, man. Yeah. You can do. You can do it. You feel like you had the team to do it. You just paired him with the best defensive player in the game, maybe Aaron Donald. Yeah, right. Like, wow. They got Tlaib. They got um, the other guy, Marcus was, Peters. Yeah, they Marcus got. Peters. They are just. They are stacked right now. It's looking and good they got, right now. And they got. They got Wade Phillips, just prowling the sideline. Wiggity Wade, baby. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I don't see there being any downside to that signing. Like, it's pretty much the Sheldon Richardson thing from last year, except they didn't trade a pick for him. And um, so that's the worst-case scenario is he plays like what Sheldon Richardson did for one year. I mean, yeah, I mean, that it's... wasn't even bad. He wasn't even bad. He just wasn't as good as he used to be. Yeah, I mean, Sue, Sue's, Sue's been more productive. better than Sheldon Richardson. And, yeah. and if, like, you know, it's halfway through the season and he's looking really good, you could try and renegotiate a contract and – Pull him, you know, for a couple more years down the road. If not, you just let the contract expire and he's gone. That's it. Done. Yep. Yeah, it almost makes sense. It almost like wouldn't make sense to not do that. What they did. It's. I was. I was. I was mad the Saints didn't grab him for that contract. That would have been fucking awesome. I mean, they probably didn't have the cap space to do it. Speaking yeah, of, anything, any team that thinks they're a piece away from the Super Bowl, why wouldn't you do uh, moves like that? If the same, I mean, I know Mickey Loomis is really good about, like, you know, manipulating cap space, but, I mean, that would have been great signing. One year. Saints have up. eight and a half in cap space. They could have been, he could have manipulated the share of that. Put things in the signing bonuses, just fucking pull this here. He would have been fine. But, like, I'm mad. That would have been a great signing for the Saints. So, whatever. They still need to sign their draft picks, too, so. Um... Yeah, you need like eight mil for draft picks. Yeah. So, but still, I mean, it's a great sign by the Rams. Good, good fucking move. And I'm not, I'm not happy because we got to play the Rams this year. So, yep. Yeah, you said that last week too. Yep. Go fuck yourself. Well, I mean, how? What does it matter? How do you stop an offense with Albert Wilson and Kenny Stills? <laughs> so, like any defense you play, you're not going to stop that. Ooh, Albert, million dollar deal. Albert Wilson. <laughs> wow. They, that offense is going to be fucking brutal. The Miami. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh. 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 All right. Uh, Tannehill's coming back. Yeah, baby. Oh, Tannehill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, any Anything else? Uh, any other signings, really? Or do you want to just talk about the – Brian, do you want to go on mini rants about – 
the rule changes because I think I feel like you want to go on rants about those. Sure. Yeah, yeah I want to go on a rant that's unexpected. Oh, I guess. let's, let's do it. It's not even really a rant. Um, I like the crown of the helmet rule. Really? I want to say, yeah. I'm well. Look, the player every all the players are always complaining that the NFL really doesn't care about their safety. But then they make a new rule that's specifically aimed towards safety. They say, oh, they're trying to change the game. So it's like, what the fuck do you want them to do? Um, You just want to hate on the NFL. No matter what they do, you're not going to be happy. So at least they did something, you know, try to push concussions back a little bit. Um, And maybe in a few years, people will be tackling differently and there won't be as many concussions. I mean, I know that's the, the rosy outlook towards it, but uh, I get what they're coming for with this. Like you don't, you shouldn't be darting at people with just your helmet. Like that's just a stupid way to tackle. And it's purely just for causing as much impact as possible. Like it's not even, let me get my guy down. It's like, let me jar this dude. Yeah. So no, I'm yeah. fine with the rule, and yeah, there's going to be some there's going to be some bad situations where it really affects a game, and people are going to be pissed. But once they get over the initial blowback of a big name player getting ejected, I think it'll be fine. The only thing I I have about the crime rule is on every running rushing play up the middle, the running back and the linebackers both. Both put their heads put down. Put their heads down. Yeah, it's going to be tough. So I, that's going to be literally every play. There's going to be a 15-yard penalty. They're probably going to not enforce it much when it's in a scrum. That's like right the, at the yeah, line of scrimmage. That's what I'm I thinking. I think the line of scrimmage is going to be the place they don't enforce it. That's fair. Because, like, honestly, like, cause when, when they said that rule, that was the first thing that came to my mind. It was like yeah. every running play you see up the middle heads to, down. to brace themselves and to get lower – Running back drops his yeah. head and his shoulders a bit just to get lower. Yeah, they, they, there's no way they can enforce that, I believe, because there's no way a running back is just gonna be like, well, "I'm gonna run my head up," blah blah blah. Like, well, you know, they gonna... should. I mean, but it's, they're, they're not going to because they Bell want it. But they, but, but they want, but certain running running backs, especially bigger ones, a lot of them want to get lower, and then you know, hit. I I just think I, they're not gonna. Yeah, I mean, you should want to keep your head up and fight and go through the hole and stuff, kind of like what the best running backs do, but... Look, it's, I just think they're not going to be able to call those those short ones, like right yeah, up the middle. The scrum. So. Anything in the open field, though. though oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that's where it's more um, aimed at. That's where Because you get more... You're getting more speed, too, because you're, you're winding up a little. Yeah, those are the more vicious, like, attacks. Like you said, like, yeah, more speed, more just, you know, force. So, all right. I mean that's that's I, I like it I like the rule, but I mean there were there were also a couple NFL players um, shoot I, I think was it I forget what it was some linebacker it was like he went on a all caps Twitter rant and he was like uh like 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 what you said Brian like oh they're changing the game like we know what we signed up for if God wants me to die on the field I'm a hundred percent for that I was like bro you gotta that's Pump the brakes a little Take bit. That's, it back. That, that's, Take that's it a back. little bit much. You know, <laughs> Take it back. You, you know, he meant me, you know, he meant it when he was all caps, right? Oh, yeah. 100%. All in. I was all like, caps. if it's his plan, 
to make me die on the field, then I'm 100% in. I'm like, that is very intense. Uh, You're a scary person. You're a crazy point of view guy. Yeah. Like, maybe not everybody else in the league wants to die on the field. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you crazy a, asshole. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a couple <laughs> cornerbacks that came out uh, against it. Was it Sherman and I think a couple he comes others? Out against anything. I That's, like Richard Sherman. I'm fine. I like. I'm not somebody who hates Richard Sherman, but he, if something new, if the NFL does something new, you know Richard Sherman's not going to like yeah. it because that's his brand. Like, <laughs> be the guy standing up to the man. Yeah, it's like even if, like the man is like f- I'm trying to protect your head. Well, fuck you, man. Like I don't want my head. Protected. They're giving out free ice cream, and he's like, "No, I want to pay for this ice cream." Like, you know, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how, how dare you give me this free ice cream? Socialist ice cream. Like we want to pay for it. Maybe <laughs> earn this ice cream. So <laughs> what kind of Competition is that setting for other ice cream parlors? If you just get free ice cream, it's gonna put somebody out of business. Uh, imagine if Richard Sherman listened to that one part of the podcast. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I, I can completely see him saying that. Um, and I mean, the the other, uh, I mean, the other, I guess there's two bits of big news that came out of the competition competing competition committee meeting. There we go. Um, one was the the catch rule. They simplified it. I mean, who knows how that's actually if it's actually going to be simplified in practice. I mean, in theory, it sounds good. You have control, two feet, and then it's going to result in a lot more turnovers. To be honest, because every every time a player catches it and turns with it and then gets not loose, that's a fumble now, not an incomplete pass. No, oh, it's still it's still going to be up for debate when someone looks at it. It's, oh it's, it's always going to be. Human error. Yeah, and then so. we're gonna have Tony Romo going out the replay. Oh, oh, and then like like for like eight minutes during replay. <laughs> That's a good sound. Uh, <laughs> thank you. That needs to be a Tony Romo drop. I think they 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 need to limit replays to a minute. If you can't decide within a minute, you gotta stick to us on the field. <laughs> if you got to go to a coin toss. Yeah. Like honestly, only watch replays in full speed and limit it to a minute. I'm cool with that. I like, there should be a time clock on replay. There should be. Those right. those are my two. Rule changes. I, that do, I would do. I do like the. Uh, you can't have a replay. Like guys just looking at it for fucking five minutes and go to seventeen commercial breaks. It's the worst. You know, I don't want to watch. It is the worst. Yeah, I, it's it's terrible every time. And like sometimes they come back and you just like forget what what like you what's were happening. Doing. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, I forgot this was even happening. This in is the game. this is this not was a, ten minutes ago. This <laughs> is <laughs> this is not a rule change. But I'm glad that we're not going to see a bunch of Papa John's commercials anymore during football broadcasts yep. oh, with great. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning's Isn't got this a... the old rule? Old like didn't they just go back to the football move rule? Uh, that was I the think... old one, right? The... To make a football move. I think yes, but I think they said as long as you have control and two feet or body part, I... then I think it's even less then... than a football move. Yeah, like it's like a half a football move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I really think it is. I mean, they seem like they um clarified it, but who the f knows. It's it's gonna get fucked up regardless because it's all human error anyway. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So whatever. And go, then, for go for them trying to make change though. Yeah the uh, the other one was um, the overtime rule. There's an overtime rule change. Yeah. What was that? It was it was a weird one that, tournament? that no one really knew about. <laughs> so basically, like you know, if you score first a field goal and then the other team doesn't score, then you obviously you win because you get a chance. But the weird like you know if you like you. Like a, if you scored, let's say we scored a field goal, my our team, okay. and then we kick the ball off, and there was we throw an interception, 
right? The play still supposed to happening as you you know they someone intercepted the ball, they're running with it, okay. right? If for some reason they fumble the ball and then that team picked it up and ran it in for a touchdown and scored, okay. that team wouldn't win because the play ended at the interception because it was a turnover. Each team gets one possession. That's dumb. Yeah, so now they changed it. It never happened, but now they yeah. changed it huh. so that now if um, if the team intercepted the ball and then they fumbled it and then they scored a touchdown, the other team scored a touchdown, then that team would win. It was, it's a fucking weird rule I was reading yeah. about, but like if that, that – it That reminds me of the rule um, – the rule on like punts or on kick no yeah on punts if um the ball touches a defender but the defender doesn't down it you can just run with it and an offensive person picks it up they can fumble and it doesn't count as a fumble yeah yeah. so an offensive person could player could pick it up and run with it and they could just like let's do a lateral game like (laughs) let's like fuck it, because this fumble doesn't count as a fumble. Yeah, it's so fucking... let's just play the lateral game that you play at the end of the football game. But it never happens. happens but yeah, I always want to see it happen. But that's so that that was a weird uh, uh, overtime rule that's now different. Um, also, uh, another weird, um, not not weird, I guess, just rule thing that doesn't happen that often. Is uh, on walk off touchdowns. Oh yeah, like what happened That's with you- uh, the Vikings when they walked off on the Saints That's in the right. playoffs, uh, and Anthony's dreams got crushed. Uh, you don't you don't have to li- <laughs> you don't have to go out for the extra point anymore. It just ends, which is a hundred percent just to do with gambling. I was gonna like. say that's a huge thing for gambling, and now the Las Vegas is gonna have to you know re. Uh, it was Vegas. it was always really Maybe. funny on Twitter. Just to like go through like the people that you knew gambled on the on the, oh, on the game, yeah, they was and they'd pissed. be like, "Why wouldn't you kick the field goal, uh, the extra point?" Or like, "Thank God they didn't kick the extra point or whatever," because it was right on the spread. No, it was that's yeah, it was crazy. That was I mean, but yeah, no, that's the only reason why that's a big deal is because of the damn Gam- gambling. Yeah. It did give us a pretty good skull chant last year. That's with true. With Case Keenum leading the way when he came back, <laughs> yeah, when they crushed but the Saints, the Seventy Sixers fans. Did the skull chant, and I was like, so like we're, they're not even playing the Timberwolves. What the fuck's going yeah, that's on?" Weird. Some guy was like, "Yeah, but we own Minnesota now." And it's like, so you're doing their chants? Like that's that's dumb. Kind of dumb. That's dumb. And also, you don't own Minnesota. That's a little disrespectful. It's in my opinion. Philly, Philly has gone has gone for some reason nuts on Minnesota and left New England all alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they really hated Minnesota. The nice Minnesotans up there. Which Philly doesn't like nice people. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess I, I guess the the Philly assholes respect the assholes because just <laughs> yeah. so it's like there's a mutual there's a mutual understanding of just like dickishness. Uh, so, it's the it's the Spider Man meme of him <laughs> himself. Uh, um, but anyway, any, yeah, that that's a stupid rule. But I mean, why not? Because what was the point of coming out? Nothing. Yeah, that's Nothing. true. All right. So, anything else or uh, the tide is coming this way? They didn't do it. Yeah. But the kickoffs talked about. Yeah, there probably won't be kickoffs in a few years. That's what I was gonna say. How many years before there's no more kickoffs? Uh, I'll say two or three, three at max. Um, the other thing is, um, that other football league that's that cucked uh the XFL, the like the American Alliance <laughs> wow. of Football or something. Don't use that word though. What? I'm just saying that's what they did. It's a technical <laughs> they, they term. They did not like that word. Uh, it like the Alliance of American Football. It's 
they got to work on the name. It's the the most awful name. But they're not doing kickoffs in their league when they when they kick off next year. And wait a minute, it, doesn't make any sense though. How can they kick off next year if they're not doing kickoffs? They're starting the league on in 2019 after the Super Bowl. One year before the XFL, going before them when the XFL thought they had a clear path. And what's the name of this league again? I, I it's like about the it. Alliance of American Football or something. This sounds like bullshit. I'd but, be more excited if they did no punts. If you got four downs. I love that idea. I, I fucking love that idea. I think that's, that's a great thing. No punting. Just balls to the wall, four downs. <laughs> just keep going. Yeah. Yeah, you, if you don't get it, then you don't then get it. Then you're screwed, defense, dude. Yeah, then you, there's going to be a lot of – then you get the ball in the red zone, and it's exciting. Oh, it's yeah, but then exciting. you just – the team that kicks off would just keep on scoring and scoring. What? Why? Because, all right, no. team kicks off to the other team. And team they, A kicks off to team B. Team B gets, like, one first down, whatever. They give up the ball at the 35. Team A – Goes into score because they're at the thirty-five only. Why, is, why, well, why does Team B well, suck so much? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why can't Team B score? Well, I'm just saying because they're always behind in the field position. But well, how did how did Team A score in the ball. first place? Because they they're kicking off at the beginning of the game. Wait, so you, but you're assuming that Team B is terrible and they can't get a first down? No yeah, what is this? What, 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 why this is a terrible scenario? This is not a terrible. This is the first scenario that people Team A is of. always going to win because Team B can't get a first down, so they're going to keep scoring. Well, right, they, or off, they can just get one or, one or two first downs. Normal football, too. Like the Team B who just... Yeah, but then Team B would at least be able... Down. Team B would at least be able to punt it and make Team A go like 80 yards. Well, how about no punts the, or kickoffs and then you start the fucking 50-yard line? How about that shit? All right, that that Larry next says. But in this uh, American alliance of uh, football stuff... uh. No kickoffs. Team starts off at the 25. And if you want to do an onside kick, you get a fourth and 10 at your own 30. Huh? What? (laughs) (laughs) So, no. For instead of doing onside kicks. Yeah. If you want to do an onside (laughs) kick, you get a fourth and 10 at your own 30. So you get oh, one what? try to get ten yards. That's I don't like awful. that. Stupid. You don't like that? That's worse than the idea. Are you, you think serious? You guys, really you guys awful. want to advocate for no punting, but you don't like that? Because that's too easy. You're rewarding a bad team too much. Yeah, it's only ten but yards. Reward... Yeah, right. You have so you're you're down two scores with a minute. You're rewarding a team to be on o- to give them the put them on offense. Just come, yeah, right. Just give one them a play. No, 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 no. I like the t. I like the no the no punting and. Team no B sucks. Sure. Team B sucks the whole time, so they can't score. I like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the ultimate outcome. Uh, for some reason, Team B <laughs> the worst time. team ever. I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty confused about <laughs> you guys right now. Um, the fourth and ten is terrible. It's awful. Like you can't just give people double positions. Yeah. People would be go- like, I don't know. So you'd be down by a lot. You just instead of kicking fifty yard field goals, you give them first and one on the on the goal line. Like that's just the, the, what? Don't know. This is dumb. Literally, <laughs> yeah, right. the worst, the worst comparison. <laughs> Wait, I know you guys. I know you guys don't like your option of a long field goal here. We'll move you up if you want. <laughs> is that is that what you would rather have offense? We just push you up a little. Can we just end it? <laughs> you you brought up this uh, this crackpot 
shit. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, I'm just saying it's happening. Um, and they're also doing like very integrated with fantasy football, like integrated into their broadcast. All right, so this is gonna last like what? How many yeah, weeks? Fantasy football app, no one's gonna use. How many weeks is this gonna last? Is. Are you are you are you marketing for them? I mean, maybe <laughs> if, if Dick Ebersole's son wants to call me, we can. Oh, what? we can. What's his name? Dick Bull son? What's no, his no, name? No, no, there's a broadcaster, Dick Ebersole. It's his son that's oh, that's man. running it. Oh, it's young Dick. Young. What kind of degenerates are gonna play fantasy crackpot football league? Uh, they're gonna get like a hundred percent. People would have no. played fantasy XFL. Why wouldn't they play this? That comes out one year early. There's gonna be so many ex cons on this on this I league. Love fantasy. Why would I want to play fantasy? Why would I play fantasy football with a people I don't know, I don't care like about. B-level yeah, you, just got, you would just for the well, rush, like, man. Play, I don't play WNBA fantasy because. Do you play NBA fantasy? No. <laughs> <laughs> but if I did, I still would. <laughs> there was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but if I did, okay, it would be NBA. We're getting we're getting out of control to hypotheticals right now. <laughs> I feel just, like I'm just saying, like I wouldn't play fantasy for um, athletes that aren't the best. If that makes sense, like yeah. I'm not gonna. I don't want the. I'm not playing XFL fantasy when it comes out. Fantasy. Sorry, like XFL fantasy to be crap. American Legions of you know no kickoffs. So I'm not gonna play that either. So we shouldn't do a podcast for it. Um, if they want to, if they want to sponsor us, damn, I'll fucking yeah, absolutely, I will. <laughs> I don't think they. I mean, it's like <laughs> like, like Troy Palomalu's um, he's not gonna involved in it. No, 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 he's not playing. He's gonna be like a owner. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, you got Troy Palomalu, guys. He's not playing though. Justin Tuck, Justin Tuck, because I'll I'll watch that one. Whichever whichever one's the one that signs To, I'll watch. Troy Palomalu's uh, mailman is going to be in this one. It's going to be really good. <laughs> I mean, Paul, the that's a tough route out there, wherever Troy Palomalu's from. All right, um, all right. I feel like we've got sufficiently <laughs> off the rails enough for us to end the episode. Chad Johnson's nephew is going to be in this one. It's going to be great. <laughs> I was trying to think of a pun, sorry. He got nothing. He got nothing. And, ge- and guess what this league's doing? Changing the end zones for different stadiums. Some are oval. Some are trying. <laughs> All right. So just follow us on Twitter at Fantasy <laughs> Uh This is the part of the podcast where we've totally destroyed John. <laughs> just, guys, you guys are just making a mock draftery of this. Of this thing oh, I brought up man. that I was, you know, maybe they would like this, and apparently they just don't. <laughs> they don't. You know, I really want to talk about the Avengers, but this was actually pretty good, so I'm okay. You know what? The Avengers are dumb. All superhero movies are overdone and over with, and they should just stop making them. <laughs> just like the kickoffs. They should stop the kickoffs. Yes, they, exactly. Give everyone onside yeah. kicks with fourth and ten on the 30-yard line. Exactly, yeah. Fucking stupid. All right, <laughs> look, if you want to follow us on Twitter, at... Uh, fantasy underscore lens. Uh, we are also on Gmail. If you want to email us at fantasylenspodcast at gmail.com. We, we need some pen pals. We have, yeah, let's get some pen pals in here. Um, we also have a fantasy lens at wordpress.com. Fantasylens.wordpress.com. Yeah, we are. Um, you know, ask us all your questions. Uh, you know, tweet us, talk to us, uh, tell Johnny dumb for bringing up that American Legion's football thing and how bad the, uh, <laughs> onside kick rule is. Um, I, I don't know. I and guess, yeah, I think you guys and if you guys have a top ten who you think your draft is going to be, um, you know, shoot it over to us. We'll uh, we'll uh, totally uh, disagree with everything you say, even if you uh, pick what we like. So, also, yeah. just rank what our draft was. Yeah, rank our drafts. Who had the best draft? Rank our draft. Should we put our drafts up on the site? 
if yeah. you want. Yeah, yeah, we can put them up. John wrote them all down, so we uh we have it all on one piece of paper now. So Hi. yeah. Um, are we gonna be around next week or what's the deal? Yeah, next week or the week after that. Yeah, we'll be around for something. Maybe we'll talk to the Avengers that time. Hey. All right, we'll see about that. All right, bye guys. See you.